0: now we're getting to the bottom of everything
1: it's time for mother angelica i mean that's awesome answering the call answering the call this world is
0: no place for catholic chickens
1: answering the call
0: you call that a failure i call it a great success
2: here's father joseph and doug keck welcome to mother angelica answering the call where the truth is never on hold i'm doug keck here with our chaplain Father Joseph Mary Wolf, as we listen to Mother take on some of those questions from the classic television programs she hosted in the 1980s and 1990s. Great to be with you again, Father.
3: Always good to be with you, too, Doug, and to learn some more from Mother Angelica, how many insights she had. And I benefit in just doing this program. It's really taught me a lot from Mother's wisdom. Of course, we were work, working with her for so many years and yet, uh, you didn't have chance at that time, you know, to listen to everything that she was doing and saying. Well, I
2: think like most things in life, when you have something, you don't you don't <laughs> appreciate it as much until it's mm-hmm. gone, and then you realize how much you were really benefiting.
3: And I think people are appreciating Mother more and more and what she accomplished, which is just remarkable. When we look back at it and uh, all of the years the network has continued, and yet how much faith it took and courage to begin this whole enterprise.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Our topics for today, we've got God hears our thoughts, I don't understand, but I trust you, prayer for encouragement, starting things off with struggling with constant pain. Now, this is something that Mm -hmm. mother could really relate to, right?
3: She could speak with compassion, and that's what she's talking about in this segment. She could speak with compassion because she understood. But I like something here that She was, one of the intentions of these programs that she was doing at the time, were that we would be a family that we could feel each other's pain. And, you know, that we'd understand each other, that we'd have compassion, which means to suffer with each other, to celebrate with each other, the victories and the hope that's ours in Christ, but also to suffer through the tragedies and pains that we have in our lives.
2: Right, and and Mother speaks from the heart about this, of course, because of her own experience in talking about how there's nothing worse than this constant pain. Mm -hmm. You you can't think straight. Uh, And then the doctors maybe don't know what's going on, and and then the person really feels lost. The other thing I thought Mother mentions later in the the call is that she talks about pain being good for us because it helps us merit our way to heaven. But you also have to remember, physiologically, the reason we have pain is so your body's (laughs) telling you there's something wrong.
3: There's something wrong. And we pray for people. You know, we get many, many calls to uh, EWTN, and we take them very seriously. And we record their prayer intentions and those who write or email EWTN. And we put them in our chapel. And every day our Mass is offered for those people, for those intentions, for our viewers.
2: Absolutely. And as you say, our Mother really talks about the importance of the network, that family connection, all of us suffering together together. but but through prayer and uniting ourselves Mm -hmm. through the network, we can help each other get our way to heaven. Struggling with Constant Pain, Mother Angelica.
0: We have a call from our audience, and I don't want to miss them. Hello?
4: Hello? Uh, Hello? Mother Angelica. Yes? Oh, what a joy to talk with you. Thank you. I'm afraid I will deviate from the subject tonight. I hope you don't mind. No? I have had... TMJ pain for 19 years, Mm. and it's been good and bad. I've had times where I've had no pain, but the past few weeks I've had a lot of pain, and the doctor doesn't seem to know what to do with me at this Mm. point. Um, I certainly would appreciate your prayers. I know, you know, this is deviating from the subject, but I'm in terrible pain.
0: No, this is not deviating from the subject. This whole program is there for you and for your needs and there's nothing like constant pain. It just kind of takes you over. You know, you can't think straight, you can't work right. So let's, let's say a prayer for those who, because of bad health, can't keep their jobs, or like this woman, have constant pain and the worst thing there is that the doctors have the slightest idea what to do for her. I think that's one of the worst of all because if you have something and they put a name on it and they can give you something for it it takes away some of the ache but that that unknown thing you know that you go to a doctor and he looks puzzled and and you walk out and you haven't the slightest idea what's wrong with you and it it's such a such a cross such a deep cross Lord Jesus we just ask that you take this woman's pain and draw it to your sacred heart and take it away. We know, Lord, that many times the pain is good for us. It gives us merits in heaven, it, it makes us grow in faith and hope and love, and it does all of these good things, Lord, on earth. But there are times my poor human nature has as much as it can take, and we get weak and we we don't know how we can go on. It's at this time, Lord, I ask that you help this woman and all those in our audience that have that kind of pain that never goes away, the kind of pain that stays on and on day and night. And that's whether it's mental pain or spiritual pain or physical pain. It's there. The cross is there and it doesn't go. So, Lord, for all of these sorrowing people that are heart sick, I ask your help, your wondrous mercy to fall down upon them and heal them, body and soul and spirit. And we ask this in the name of Jesus and through the intercession of His Most Holy Mother, Amen. You know, a program like this is kind of different, you know? I think, you know why I think it's different? It's because you begin to feel, don't you? You feel the pain in these people. And you know, those of us that are employers, like my poor self, must always remember our responsibility. You know, they're, they're, Sometimes we get so caught up in, in business and sales and, and doing this right and doing that right, we forget we deal with people, people who bleed and people who cry and, and people who feel. We did something more tonight than just talk to you on a, on a television set. And we, we felt your pain. We felt your anguish. We felt your sorrow. And I, I think that's so important for us, and it's a wonderful thing that that the Lord has granted to this network. That for once in television, I can feel with you, your pain.
2: Next up, prayer for encouragement. Uh, we could all use that, wouldn't you say, Father?
3: <laughs> we certainly can, and it's an issue, you know that. Are we willing to suffer for what is right and true? And that's what this whole segment is really about. And there's a quote that I always remember from Pope Benedict in his encyclical on hope. He said, The capacity to accept suffering for the sake of goodness, truth, and justice is an essential criterion of humanity. Because if my own well-being, he continued, and my own well-being and safety are ultimately more important than truth and justice... And the power of the stronger prevails, then violence and untruth reigns supreme. How that is so relevant for us today, we got to be courageous today.
2: I think even more so than we have, uh, really, over the last mm-hmm. 50 years or so, where the, the love of persecution, uh, you know, uh, cancel culture yeah. and those things going on, with people standing up for what we used to think, each, <laughs> even just 10 years ago, where what yeah. everybody believed before suddenly... He is she, and she is he, and uh, whatever anybody wants to do, uh, we don't want them to feel bad.
3: And we will get canceled, right, if we stand up for what is not contrary to the ideology of the time. But we have to. We can't, there's no alternative. Uh, our comfort can't be higher than truth and justice.
2: That's why we have to pray for encouragement.
0: We have another prayer call. Hello?
5: Hello, Mother. Hello, I'm what? in management, and... Uh, our agency is the, currently is, is in the process of uh, people being laid off and yeah. and it, the um, the interpersonal relationships that uh, they have towards one another, you know, is yeah. really uh, devastating. Um, as a result, uh, and being management, uh, I was um, subpoenaed by the union to be a character witness for someone in the union, and as a result of that, uh, she did win her case. And, um, but she had been persecuted, let's say. I've, I've known her for quite some time. She had worked for me. And uh, uh, I felt she was a very good individual, and I was really happy to um, be a character witness for her. But as a result of this, management wasn't happy with it. And now they indicated that I lied at the hearing and are trying to suspend me. And I have 24 years with this agency. Uh, I feel really devastated because I'm yeah. looking at, you know, like... Uh, I work with unemployed people, and I'm looking at now all this is going to be happening to me, and uh, I know all the ramifications of this, uh, what some other uh, yeah. gentleman just said. And uh, uh, I'm going to be going to the lawyer tomorrow, and next Wednesday I'm going to the hearing uh, for, for my job. Yeah. So uh, what I ask is that uh, that we... Uh, my prayer all this week has been for for... 's been forming in my mind that uh, to pray for all those that are being persecuted for mm-hmm. justice sake right because I see all these unemployed people and it's very very sad
0: well see here's a man now who who did something right and good didn't he hmm? and and uh, now he's having a hard time we, we must be true to ourselves as well as follow god's call to truth we just can't you can't think of things like that and you just your your whole nature goes out and says, I'm going to be a character witness and this is the right thing to do and all of a sudden, bingo, huh? You you lost your job. And that's the world today. And if you're a Christian employer, you must be careful. That never happens in your company. I don't care if you hire if you, you have two employees or twenty thousand employees. You have to you have to have a sense of, of, of fairness. We have to have a sense of justice. And some of you employers who, who fire people just before their pension comes along, it's really unbelievable that such an injustice would ever, ever happen. Let's say a prayer for this man, huh? and ask our Lord to bless him. Lord Jesus, victim of injustice so many times, please give this man. Let him keep his job. Let him keep his job. He did a a wonderful act of love and an act of justice. But he too now is being put before Pilate. So I ask that somehow this whole thing may be straightened out and that that this man will keep his job and never be discouraged again. See, once you do, Lord, a good thing and then you get into all this trouble, then you don't want to do anything good again. And that's why I ask you not to give him hope that he won't be discouraged or disheartened and, and never want to do an act of love or charity for someone else. This is our prayer, Lord, that he may keep his job.
1: There's more Mother Angelica answering the call on EWTN Radio. Let's return to Mother Angelica answering the call with Father
2: Joseph and Doug Keck on EWTN Radio. And welcome back to part two of Mother Angelica answering the call. I'm Doug Keck along here with Father Joseph Maria Wolf, our EWTN chaplain, as we continue on. Next up for Mother, I don't understand, but I trust. Interesting dichotomy.
3: And isn't that true? Um, I remember a lady that had come here and she said, you know, I stopped praying, I stopped going to church. She had lost her son. And it was just something she couldn't understand. But watching EWTN she said, help me to believe again. Because I said, these people believe. And so we don't always understand, but we trust. And we should look with the eternal perspective. It's still tragic, still painful, But what does this have to do with eternity? We know God will remedy all things in uh, the life to come.
2: And not to be Pollyanna, because everybody suffers, especially with a great loss, uh, especially for a parent to lose a child.
3: But -hmm. we always have
2: to remember that eternal aspect, as you mentioned. We are going to see that person again.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what our faith teaches us. And faith is a way of knowing that interiorly we know love is not extinguished, that there's an eternal quality to love. And so those that we've loved in this life, that already we are still with them and they are with us in Christ, and one day we'll be united with them in an even deeper, richer, more beautiful way in the life to come.
2: And Mother makes the point even here in in suffering and what goes on, let's say, with the loss of a child. In this case, your suffering may be part of your purgatory that you're actually working out here. Right,
3: Mm -hmm. on the earth. That God is, he's got the prerogatives, right, for life and for death. It's not for us to make those choices. And he knows what's best for each individual soul. For some, it's a short life. For others, it's more years. But we can trust in God in all cases.
2: Right, absolutely. I don't understand, but I trust.
0: We have another call. Hello? Mm
4: -hmm. Hello, Mother. Hey, where are you from? I'm from Rhode Island.
0: And what is your question?
4: I have a couple, Mother. Dear Mother, uh, last year and the year before I lost young son, so I can uh, uh, go along with the man that just called. Just be faithful, pray to the mother, he'll get the relief he needs. But right now, Mother, we just buried another young brother, 59 years old, another sudden death. Hmm. It breaks our heart because we were a family of 12, now we're down to six. All sudden deaths. Now, my sister just called me, dear mother. She has a husband in a nursing home who's 80 years old with Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. She was really crying tonight because he's failing so fast. Sometimes it makes her wonder why she lost her brother so full of life and her husband who is 80. Mother, I told her to turn your program on because you've always lifted my spirits. I, I told her to listen to you because I knew you would say a prayer for her yeah. because we don't know why, only God knows why. So please give her a special blessing and give him in the nursing home one, too,
0: mother. Yeah. Well, I think it's natural for people when you have someone young or middle-aged die, and then you see somebody way up there or way down there, I don't know which way it is, that uh, you say, well, they're, they're see, that, we're thinking the thoughts of man. See? Mm-hmm. All of us have a, a certain degree of glory in heaven, been destined for us from all eternity. I personally feel that, and every day I ask the Lord to let me live a long life. Why? Well, I'm not going to be too peppy after a certain amount of time. But a long life is a blessing, a big blessing. Why? Well, it's a blessing because every minute, every minute that you're alive, you have the opportunity to change, to learn more about God, to get a higher degree of glory in His Kingdom, to know Him better in Heaven, to learn more about Him in Heaven, to be happier, to understand more in Heaven. It's a blessing, a blessing. And so we we don't know a person's soul. A person may be working out their purgatory here. That's why suicide is so bad. And this so-called assisted suicide. Suicide is suicide. You, you cannot determine your birth and you cannot determine your day of death. And now we do both, see? And we can't do that this is the prerogative of God. And and if, if living longer will make me closer to God, I want to live longer. So you say, well then, why is my brother in his 50s? Why did he go suddenly? Maybe that was the best time for him to go. Maybe that was the greatest, the moment he would have the greatest glory in the kingdom. wonderful, how wonderful. And there, my friends, we have to trust. We can imitate Peter in a lot of things. We shouldn't in something. Because he said, you know, why do you want to do this? We would give the Lord great honor and glory if we could say, Lord, I don't know why. I don't understand, but I trust you. Oh, he's so happy when you say that. You can trust the Lord. Whenever he calls, whatever time he calls, whoever he calls, you can trust. You can't trust doctors who go around assisting you to end your own life. I wouldn't trust them at all.
2: And closing out this week's program, a caller talks about God, hears our thoughts, asks mother about how that works.
3: Yes, and again, it begins with another tragic story of someone who lost a child through miscarriage. And thankfully, there's some wonderful Catholic apostolates to help people through that. And I know it's very painful. I've spoke with one of our employees. have many children, and yet it's still a tragedy. And, uh, and yet the good thing is, is that, again, we trust in eternal life, that we have these little angels in heaven, so to speak. They're not angels, but they are intercessors for their families in a special way.
2: And also, I think it's interesting, too, uh, in how Mother talks about that idea of our Lord hearing our thoughts. You know, he wants us to pray, but it doesn't mean he doesn't already know
3: Mm -hmm.
4: what
2: we need. He wants you to come forward with what you need.
3: To express that, right? right? That that's what a child does, can express it with trust to the Father. Yeah, we can say, well, he knows, he understands, but it's when we humbly come before him with love and trust and that if it, if you will it moves god's heart to respond because we're co- turning to him with love and trust
2: and the other thing mother talks about is her love of yellow roses <laughs> which anybody <laughs> who's worked here knows that's yes. true and have seen that on television now we'll see what mother has to say about god hearing our thoughts
0: we have a call hello yes
4: i'm um, uh,
0: susan may you speak a little louder please yes
4: this is susan verbeck from uh-huh. westbury new york And um, I was calling about my friend who had the uh, miscarriage. So I I was calling about uh, having prayers for her. She's part of our Mother's Prayer Group and um, she has three children and the family's just having a hard time with it. um, Okay. And uh, so I'm glad that everyone's praying for her now.
0: We will pray. We did. And the Lord always hears our prayer. That's the beautiful thing about God. In fact, you know, He hears our thoughts. Well, some of you are not too happy about that. (laughs) But He does. I told you that about my Jubilee. Uh, I like yellow roses. I like one especially that are two-tone, you know, two-tone roses? They're one color inside and they got a little orange or red, whatever. But I got, oh, I don't know, 200 or so. Of uh, yellow roses, but nobody knew I liked yellow. But they all sent yellow roses. And yesterday, I got another big bouquet of of assorted yellow flowers. And 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 the 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 card said, "I'm sure by this time all your yellow roses are gone." Happy jubilee! There was a big box of big yellow, all kinds of flowers. But see, I never prayed for it. I never asked for it. I just like them. Like cherry pie or... (laughs) Watch me get 20 cherry pies to buy. (laughs) Which I would not complain about.
1: For more about Mother Angelica and to listen to her shows, go to EWTN.com. See you next time on Mother Angelica, answering the call only on EWTN Radio.